Hello, welcome to this Tuesday morning edition of Words from the Word of God. Today's scripture text takes us into the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and this is the Apostle Paul's first epistle or letter to the believers in the church at Thessalonica. And here in verse uh, 13 down through verse 18, Paul is reassuring them, you know, some doubt had crept into the church as to whether their deceased loved ones had missed the return of Christ or was going to miss the return of Christ. So Paul is writing to reassure them of that, but uh, that they had, in fact, not missed his return. But he is writing to you and I that we might have hope eternal hope in Christ and that we might have comfort, you know, in the day and time that we live in uh, this old evil world and not just forget the world, but this, our nation alone, you know, how evil has become good and good has become evil. Dear brother in Christ uh, posted on social media yesterday scripture from Isaiah chapter 1. And if you hold that up to our country now, it is a mirror image. You know, we, even our churches, they are, have a, a outward appearance of righteousness, but inwardly, uh, they're lost as a golf ball in high weeds, and they are denying the very power of God's Word. People no longer want to hear about sin. They don't want to hear about living holy lives and separate lives. They don't want to hear about judgment. They don't want to hear the truths of God's Word. They want to be made to feel good. So if our churches are getting that way, if so-called born-again believers are being that way and do not are denying the very power of God's word, where do you think that's leaving sinners? Where do you think that leaves those in the world that are apart from Christ and never received him as their Lord and Savior? It is hard to find hope in the world that we live in and the nation that we live in today. And certainly if you're a true born again believer, it is hard to look around us and find any comfort but the only comfort that you and I have, the only eternal hope that we have is we have a risen Savior, and his name is Jesus Christ, and he rose from the dead. Therefore, we know that in him, if we've accepted him as our Lord and Savior, we can live forevermore. We are alive right now, and as the Holy Spirit indwells us, and the light of the gospel has shined into our darkness, and we know that the end here uh, only means the beginning there. The Apostle Paul, and I want to read this scripture right quick. This is where the Lord's taking me. Philippians chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. He says, this is the Apostle Paul writing. He says, for our conversation, conversation there in the Greek means citizenship. Our citizenship is in heaven from whence we all, we all, whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able to subdue all things unto himself. Back over in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13, Paul writing here to the, the believers in Thessalonica, he said, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus 
will God bring with him? For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord. Did you hear that? By the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming, <coughs> excuse me, of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. That means we will not precede them. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we, which are alive and remain, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Listen closely to verse 18. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. You know, my friends, when it is hard to find comfort and hope in this world, all you have to do is open up the powerful word of God and see his promises. I don't know about you, but if as I look around me today and even on uh, TV, you watch and you see uh, how the, the name of the Lord is blasphemed over and over. You can't even watch it anymore. And, and they're mocking the power of the Word of God, and they're mocking the Lord, and it seems like evil is winning. It just seems like evil is never going to be judged. But let me tell you, judgment day is coming. But you and I, the believers, true born-again believers, the body of Christ must be raptured out of here first. You say, where do you get that word rapture from? He says right here in verse 17, we which are alive and remain shall be caught up. The Latin word from that phrase caught up is rapto, and that is where we get our English word rapture. It means to be to catch away speedily or to seize by force. To seize by force. You know, I caution every believer today, if you're holding on to sin in your life, you're not living a holy and separated life. I, one of my favorite pastors that I listen to many times, he said, you know, a lot of us are going to get there, but our robes are going to be smoking. You know, sometimes we grip onto the things of this world so tightly, Jesus is just going to have to snatch us out here by force to get us to turn loose of those things. But the thing is, if you are born again, that means you have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of you. The light of the glorious gospel has shined into your darkness. You've accepted Christ's finished work on Calvary's cross. His blood shed for your sins there, your forgiveness and your salvation and your redemption. You have no doubt. You have you have all the hope in the world, just like we just read there in Philippians chapter 3, verse 20. Our citizenship is in heaven. Our citizenship is in a, in a country not made with man's hands. Our citizenship is in a place where Jesus promised his disciples. He said, if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again to receive you unto myself, that where I am there you may be also. Hey, we go into a prepared place, and we are prepared people, and we're prepared because we've accepted the vicarious sacrifice of Christ on the cross. It does not matter how bad this world gets. My wife and I spoke to a couple yesterday, and, and the gentleman was telling us, he said, well, Trump probably going to get back in in four years, and they're saying that he may be able to straighten all this out. No, let me tell you something. This nation has separated itself so far from God, have asked God to step out of everything, even 
apostate churches now have an outward appearance of righteousness, but they're denying the very power of God and the power of the gospel and the power of the salvation of Jesus Christ. We are living in perilous times. Another dear sister put on yesterday where Paul told Timothy how it would be in the last days. My friends, the return of Christ is imminent. If you notice Paul's language here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, he kept saying we. For if we believe Jesus Christ rose again, we, we, we. He was expecting when he wrote this to be in that number when Christ returned. In other words, he was saying Christ's return is imminent. It is imminent. If you are living in sin, like my my daddy used to say, you need to be paid up, prayed up, and ready to go. We need to prepare our hearts and be ever on that wall watching for our Savior to return. Because I don't know when. I'm not one to give a date. But I know by the authority of the Word of God, as Paul said right here in verse 15, by the Word of the Lord. By the Word of the Lord. We won't proceed the dead, those that are asleep in Christ right now. They'll be raptured out first. Their bodies and our bodies will be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, from in, from corruptible in corruption, from in, from mortal to immortality. We will be transformed. We will have a glorified body like unto Christ's body. But in a moment, we're going to be snatched out of here. And I'm telling you, we should take all hope and comfort from the Word of God today. I pray that this has been a blessing to you, and I look forward to the next time that we can share in a word from the Word of God. God bless.